This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No, Bob Boomy. My name is Jeff. I am the host of the God the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast, your monthly paranormal variety show. Even though it's like pretty much every two weeks now, there's have some bonus episodes, so I guess I'm a kind of a sellout. Uh, I am a foster parent to medically fragile children. That is my job, and my escape is the world of the paranormal, which is just lovely. I have been doing this for five years. I love it. I'm a best-selling author on the subject of electronic voice phenomena, or as you guys may have heard, and I'm sure, you know, you can decipher that and you'll get 25 different things out of it. And uh, yeah, there you go. Also, big Detroit Red Wings fan. Just going to say that. <laughs> Sad this year. You're listening to Nova Bump. Check him out. And I'm keeping that. I'm, that's going to be the opener. I usually keep, you know, that's my opener. I'm going to cut it up a little bit to keep that, whatever. That is the opener. If that's fine with you, I'm going with that. That's okay. good. Well, now we have all the mist. We'll stay professional. Okay. What we'll do, we'll release a very special rated R episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just going to jump in and start a hello, all you ghouls, goblins, everybody out. Welcome to Nobo Boomy with Brian Bowden. And as you've been listening, and as we are going to possibly be very rated R tonight, we are on Nobo Boomy, and my guest is Jonathan Mallard, host of Odd to Newfoundland podcast. Um, welcome, Jonathan. Yeah, All right. yeah I'm Newfoundland. I'm just going to start it up. Uh, did I say it correctly this time? You did, you did good. Ah, I... I, that's really good. That's 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 very good. It's about time I got something right. It's oxen, oxen, snar. Yes, and you know I'm just going to welcome you to uh, to the podcast by saying hello, me old cuck. No, <laughs> how's she cutting? I very good. Um, that's my buddy and pal. Okay, people, uh, peep your mind out of the gutter. Um, I have. We're we're starting a new business at adult entertainment paranormal, so we'll just discuss that later. Um, but let's just start it up. I don't know how much time he has because you know they go to sleep early sometimes up in your neck of the woods, don't they? My kids, my kids are in bed. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very very odd because you're in Newfoundland and I am in New York or New Amsterdam or whatever you want to call it, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, like I used to. Work for the freaking UN, but there's a 90 minute difference between where you are and where I am right now. You're in a that's, totally different time zone. You're your man, own own oasis in the middle of of, of the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, I tried to call Scotland for an interview the other day, and it was it was just really hell. Yeah, it was like you're five and a half hours behind me. Like what? Oh. Like what? Are you ahead of me? I can't remember what it was now, but it was very late. I, I gotta be. I, like, I did that. I did that myself. That's <laughs> Scotland is five and a half hours. Five and a half hours ahead of you. No way. Think, yeah, it was nuts. I can't. I can't remember if it was ahead of me or behind me. And I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy." Just I, I can't remember exactly what it was now, but I do know it was uh, quite the difference. Oh, anyway, yeah, we we we've I've done a couple of interviews where we call the guys on on New York time at like nine o'clock in the mor- uh, at evening. Whatever, and it's like four in the morning there. <laughs> and, and, and what's great is when you set it up. Is it okay if you do it nine o'clock Eastern time? And they're like, "Well, that's four in the morning." Coke. Okay, great. <laughs> and I was a total jerk. I was like, "Man, it was an hour and a half early. I gotta go to bed. I gotta get my beauty sleep. I need that. Yes. You ever seen something to me? I need it." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's this crazy. It's crazy world of paranormal. How'd you get started in this whacked out world? Well, you know, it's 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 quite a journey. It, it might take a long time to explain it all, but I, I guess I'll just start with Do this. tell. <laughs> oh, here it comes. <laughs> As I came out of my mother's womb, I was abducted immediately. No, I'm joking. Okay, that's <laughs> the same thing happened to me. <laughs> you know, when you die, you see a white light. Is that the canal? Just think about that for a second. Ah, Whoa. so it's like a continuous rebirth. 
Yes. Huh? It's Just like, like a, a movie about this. Wait a second. They a, already did. Yes, it's like a giant <laughs> slip and slide. <laughs> uh, I'm horrible tonight. I'm just horrible. I'm all over the place. You want to know why? Because I went to see the Grinch movie tonight. So I'm all full of Christmas cheer. And oh. well, let's be honest with ourselves. You know, I've been sucking back on that legalized marijuana. And let me tell you, it's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got yeah. Normal in a very, very strange, bizarre way. <laughs> which is because it's not so amazing as a lot of people think. I actually poo pooed as a very staunch. I like to call it trendy atheist because you know. Right. I don't know if you. I don't know if you heard Neil Gassy Tyson on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast talk talk about atheism. No, I didn't. He talk- but he's from my neighborhood. Hey. But keep going. He talks about trendy atheist. You know, I was a trendy atheist. I couldn't wait to tell everybody I'm an atheist. So you're an idiot. That's the way I was. <laughs> and uh, not anymore. But you know, back then I very much was. And uh, hey, you know, it served me pretty good until I was in my twenties. And. Then I found out my father had cancer. Hooray! Yay! Isn't that exciting? Don't you just yes. love the big C? Yes, I uh, love it. Been there, done that. They'll keep going. Yeah. So wow. dad gets diagnosed, and I'll never forget it because dad is like, you know, I think part of my atheism came from my dad being such a staunch Christian himself and, uh, you know, very traditional Christian. Dad is just so incredible back then he looked at me and he was just like you know what man you're upset i remember walking up the stairs to his bedroom and going in and like this is the first time i've seen him since he's been diagnosed i found out over the phone call with my sister and like just oh this is going to be a horrible conversation my heart is broken because the prognosis wasn't very good like uh dad's got fourth stage renal and uh that's that's his sentence anyway all over his body. It's spread everywhere. I won't go any further than that. It is the man's medical history, for God's sake. But anyway, <laughs> I walk in and, like, what do you expect him to be doing? Like, you know, obviously you think he's going to be mourning. He's going to be upset. So I walk in and I hear. That's mash. Yes. I'm like, huh? And I look over and I see him on the bed and he's got his hands behind his head and his legs crossed. And he's just cocked off, relaxed, like nothing's happening. And I'm like, hey. How are you? And he's like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I'm giving this one to God. This is on his shoulders. I'm not going to stress about it. Don't you worry about a thing. And let me show you there's something to this. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, in my world, it's, well, he's a devout Christian, you know, just full of hope kind of thing. Right, right. But the reality of it is I'm an atheist at this point in my life. The reality of it is, is you have six months to live because that's what the doctor said. Right. <laughs> you're, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I, I hate to say it, but I would put, you know, back then I would put my dad in the same categories, like say any vaxxer type person or, right. you know, holistic approach or something like that. You know, like oh, yeah. you think you got to figure it out, but you know, no, no, I know the science. So you're dead. And uh, yeah. So, you know, dad, does a lot of praying and long story short, this was 2009. There dad is now the, dad is now the longest living pancreas or sorry, fourth stage renal cancer patient, Eastern Canada. So out in the maritime. So basically out of millions of people, he's the longest living one. Wow. Yeah. That's a fact, Jack. In fact, people here in Newfoundland right in front pharmaceutical tests to pass the course to be a pharmacist yeah they, they actually do a term paper on dad really <laughs> yeah he went to shoppers drug mart one time and this is just like <laughs> that's great she's looking at the drugs and stuff and she's like huh well this is uh interesting uh um your last name is mal she's like you know this look like she's like um like how long have you had this <laughs> like and pharmacists are not supposed to ask those kinds of questions right right and was, was like okay like you know i've had this for seven years now she's like seven years oh my god i wrote my term paper on you <laughs> it's, just, what? it's kind of a, that's great it's kind of like you know that that's what this is about it's like like you write your term paper on somebody and then you get to meet them and you're like you're just amazed because you do know the science involved in this. Right. And but and th- what is maybe there's something to the faith though. Yeah, this is where I'm going with this. Yep. I, I think 
okay, if you want to know what the inside of my brain is like, there's a book called War of the Worldviews by Deepak Chopra and Derek Malad now. And Deepak Chopra, if you don't know who he is, he's a spiritual guru type guy. And Derek Maladno is like Stephen Hawking with a whole lot more time on his hands because he's not nearly as famous, but has actually right. done more for the realm of physics than Hawking ever did. Okay, so this is <laughs> yes, true. Two guys, true that. This is my brain, <laughs> the inside of my brain, are these two guys having a conversation, <laughs> and this all stopped. This all started with Dad. So. Fast forward a few years, you know, I, I see this happening for dad and I'm like, man, you know, there's something to this. Okay, cool. That's great. I'm happy. Right. But you know what? You're not happy though. And then you're unsettled because you can have your belief. You know, I, I laugh because there's so many people who just can't wait to pounce on religious types. So oh, to yeah. Speak, and be like, here's the science. Ha ha. Dinosaurs, bitch. You know, <laughs> that kind of <laughs> And then, you know, they're like, yeah, <laughs> double slit experiment, yes. <laughs> placebo effect, <laughs> bruising on the cosmic radiation in the background of our solar system, you know, parallel dimensions <laughs> exists, you know, and like these, these people fight all the time. But that, <laughs> back to my story with dad, it was kind of an eye opener, so to speak. Yeah. And it was just enough to open up my thick head because I am a very thick headed person. Well, was. I keep saying was <laughs> back then. The the idea that there was anything to the paranormal at all was laughable to me. Absolutely yeah. laughable. Let me tell you. When my friend looked at me and said, look, my private investigator friend on my dad, look, I've got, you know, a couple hundred bucks worth of equipment. Let's go down to a haunted place. Just, let's go have fun some night. Let's just me and yeah. you. Let's go down there. I'm like, I'm like, are you going to murder me? (laughs) Yes. And then I'm going to see if I can get your voice on recorder. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? (laughs) Yes, I did. That's because I'm killing you with my bare hands. Anyway, we we go down there with some gear. Um, He had some really cool parabolic mics. Now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God, I should never have touched those because they're worth a lot more than a car. (laughs) (laughs) There's equipment down there running that we should have no business having, but, you know, he still has. And, uh, yeah, I can remember we, we, we left the recorders down there playing after we're doing our classic, you know, we want to be ghost hunters, like the TV show yep. shtick. We, we, you know, let's try leaving the recorders in the halls and go back up. This is an abandoned military bunker in the middle of nowhere, Newfoundland. You can't even get a radio signal in there. It's insane. Well, anyway. That, that's, a, that's a good area to actually investigate for EVP, but go, go for it. Absolutely. See, see, see. Mm. It's like you got Cliff in my book already. This is how it happened. I'm writing the we Cliff notes the as we speak. <laughs> Oh, excellent. You <laughs> Wait go. till you get the stack baggins. It's going to be awesome. So we, <laughs> <laughs> wrong book. That, that, that's yeah, not yeah, no, no, that's, a, that's a different journal. <laughs> we, we go out to the parking lot, which is about 15 minutes away, and we have a smoke. I used to smoke back then. I quit. Thank you very much since then. But anyway, we go back. We get our recorders. And, you know, since we're so high tech, we plug the recorder Dun, 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 into the dashboard of our car, no and we way. do review the parking lot while we smoke cigarettes and laugh about how much fun we had. <laughs> and then, after about forty-five minutes and us almost falling asleep, you know, at about two o'clock in the morning, because it was pretty goddamn late when we went. Right. We hear the sound of a prison door slamming, and I kid you not, it was loud as loud can be. Class A, keep going. Uh, uh, but not only that. There are no cell doors down in Cape Spear anymore. They were all gone. Really? At this stage in the game, the place has been renovated since. You got to realize this is like... Now it's a daycare center. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is, but little Tommy's great at levitating. Mrs. Johnson, there's a ghost over there. Yeah, go ahead. Go to the bathroom now. Go, go, go. It's like... Hey, little Johnson. <laughs> hey, little Tim. Your mom is here. Here, here. <laughs> anyway. Daddy um, said to eat lunch in the basement. Okay, go ahead. Go. Until <laughs> I had my craft dinner. That's why I haunt the daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's haunt the daycare. <sighs> this is way. Anyway. Yeah, that, that was kind of like a shocker. And, like, my analytical mind was just so jarred. It was, like, don't get me wrong. I had my belief system already shook from Dad. Right. But, like, hearing that was, like, okay, this can't be real. This, we got to go down there and figure out how this – there's no way this is real. And I could not debunk it. And here I am now. I mean, that was years and years and years ago. Right. I, mean- ago. I still can't debunk that. And that was what really started it all. After that, me and my buddy, like, you know what? 
Screw it. Let's put together a team. Okay. Who's going to be in it? We don't trust anybody because they're all retired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we can't trust people with this. Yeah. He's like, okay, it'll just be me and you. I'm like, that's a deadly idea. That's <laughs> not and, a good idea either. We need guardians. <laughs> and then fast forward five years later, best-selling author on the paranormal. We investigated the pile of houses. Did all kinds of lovely stuff in Newfoundland. He went his separate way because he he feels he wants to be more of a TV star, which is cool. And bless his heart, he's been in several movies since then cool. as a minor actor. But still, Rob, I love you if you're listening, old buddy. I'm proud of you. And, uh, you know, that love for the paranormal is where it started. I wrote a book. Got that out there. Been on a lot of shows. And all the while, I really felt lonely because, you know, if, if you're very spiritual, you can hang out with the spiritual people. And, and if you're very atheist, you can hang out with the atheist people. But if you're both... <laughs> man that was an asshole like there's two sides yeah. of the party right yeah the, 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 spiritual left, the atheists are on the right and i'm in the middle and they're all like you're an asshole because you don't believe us <laughs> we're not gonna let you play in any of our reindeer games okay yeah yeah so, so and then you became a dentist no um, <laughs> in newfoundland <laughs> opened up several dental clinics no i mean it, what's what's cool about newfoundland is it is the oldest city in north america and it has a really crazy history i mean from the scots to the english to the vikings i mean you possibly are catching stuff or could catch things there evp wise as well as spirit wise that are out of this freaking world i mean some class ace type of, of haunting type uh, of material. And what's really cool about the place is just the other age of the city itself. Like yep. there are still monuments that were built over a hundred years ago downtown. You can just go walk to them. Hey, well, you know, like, <laughs> you know, we, we care a lot about a haunted house or a haunted location. With me, it's, it's more of like a haunted world. I, I believe that anywhere has a potential to be haunted. It just has to have the right stimuli and the environment to kind of bring it out. Right. Right. You, it's you, like, uh, it's 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 always around us, but it, to me, it seems like in certain spots, it's more what's the world looking for. It's almost like the veil is thinner, so to speak. You well, yeah, I mean? I mean, I remember hearing something you, on one of the interviews I, I caught of you um, talking about the ley lines, and I yeah. think I think well, most of them actually intersect in 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 your neck of the woods. Uh, I do believe that is now. That's something I never really looked a whole lot into. <clears throat> it wasn't really my cup of tea because you know there's a lot of places where ley lines are and there's nothing going. On. Yeah. But, you know, it's really strange because when I think of paranormal, I'm sorry, but like when I think of the states, I, where's the epicenter in your opinion? I'm going to say Pennsylvania. You're going to say the epicenter is Pennsylvania? <laughs> because every single podcaster seems to be from Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, you know, I was going to say, say something similar. You know, you know how many people come out of the state of Ohio that are, are yeah. in the paranormal? That is like probably the state. It's like everybody like occupation. Paranormal investigator. Oh, okay, another one. You know, I mean, like, everybody. Everybody's either in the paranormal, investigating it. They have a book deal. They have a movie deal, a podcast. or It's just incredible and crazy freaking place. Um, I think, I think the, the, the main reason why I tell you that I'm not exactly a, a, the most liked person on either side of the fence <laughs> is because I can't side with people and fight for them you know what i mean right and uh, so basically what that means is that eventually you're going to have to do this by yourself so some of my best work i've done as an evp researcher you know just by myself has been in a haunted museum where i got to go back there multiple times over the course of three years and this place is amazing absolutely off the wall and it just so happens it's also an audio museum so i'm a huge oh. nerd kind of stuff like marconi's kite is in there <laughs> nice wow that's that's and if anybody wants to know what that's about you know first ever radio transmission was sent to newfoundland so yep. um but anyway i digress the the main focus for me has always been the audio hello hello I yep. think we got disconnected. Oh, no, it, it said it went on hold, and I'm like, how the hell did it go on hold? And then again, <laughs> i got to be honest with you, every podcast I'm ever on, whether it's mine or others, we always get EVPs on it, and strange shit happens. So. As soon as I say as as EVP, I got, I got locked out there. It might just be my wife trying to call me from work. I don't know. She's working overnight. She's a nurse. So. Oh, there you um, go. 
<laughs> yeah, we we have our own ministries in our house. You know, she she looks after the old, and I look after the young. That's our that's our thing. Where if if there's a heaven, my friend, we're definitely going. Oh, and uh, uh, there's going to be like a sauna there, and you know, anyway. <laughs> that would be great. All you can eat bar, that'd be great. Um, in the sauna. In, in the sauna, uh, yes, definitely. It's filled. My with main focus has always been the audio, and uh, the reason why I kind of jumped on the audio is because, in my opinion, and I don't know if you'll agree with this one or not, but it seems like the audio data. Right. And notice how I say the word data, not evidence. Yes. The audio data that's collected is usually the most prevalent thing. Um, I mean, I've seen very little convincing pictures, very little convincing video. Right. But I've heard a buttload of EVP. And, you know, a lot of that can be chalked up to audio pareidolia, which is, you know, our mind's ability to find meaning in random things. So, right. for instance, you look in the sky and you're like, oh, my God, man. That's David Bowie in the cloud. Look at him. <laughs> He's got his costume. He's the Goblin King. This is great. <laughs> but it's not David Bowie in the cloud. No. It's just your brain seeing that. And your, your ear does the same thing with pareidolia. It can hear what it wants to hear, basically. And, and you know, it's very easy to, to be mistaken about an EVP, right? And for anybody out there who's not savvy, electronic voice phenomena, voices or sounds caught in record that should not be there, basically. Right. And, uh, I digress. Knowing full well that this stuff could be parallel, I guess it's kind of cool to go into these locations with the idea that this stuff might exist. <laughs> Let's see what we can catch. So when I do 19 investigations of a location by myself right. for five-hour stretches at a time with my recorders going, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for things that other people can hear, and I'm looking for repeatable data. Let's right. be honest. This is never going to be a science, Brian. We're, we're never going to get there, right? No, and, you're not. And, so you're looking for residuals, the, residual type of haunting, and, and class A EVP. Which is intelligent, right? So yeah. I coined the term made communication, which is multiple word, audible to the ear, intelligently communicated, and in direct response to a stimuli. Because, you know, when someone's on the recorder and say, bro, you just hear those footsteps, man? <laughs> Guess what? Unless you go back to the same spot and catch it like 20 times, yeah, it's, it's not, it's right. not it, it could be wrong, right? So I've been very fortunate to, you know, actually be able to capture those types of responses, <laughs> residual, residual stuff. Right. Um, one of the coolest things I ever caught, which was actually a, about a year apart, not to the date, though. It wasn't a cyclical thing like a lot of people believe. Um, just so happened I got it twice during investigations, was the sound of an old typewriter actually tap 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 and then go chiching <laughs> by yeah. itself which was really, really cool i caught that twice and it was very similar right um the sound of seven footsteps one two three four and then stop five six seven and that was the same noise again multiple times so <clears throat> i've been able to do that but the reason why i'm able to do that is because i go back to the same location by myself <laughs> multiple times <laughs> well I think that's, that's actually very important that you do that because I think what happens with a lot of the paranormal warriors out there, um, you know, these people just go to new location after new location after new location. You really, if you really want to study this or really get some kind of evidence, you have to visit it, uh, I would say, at least a dozen times minimum. Mm -hmm. Because you, 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 just like you said, you go in there and you get some crazy, you know, audio or, or whatever, some lighting and stuff like that. And you're like, wow, that's great. Then most people will move on to the next. Oh, let's go to that insane asylum. No, go back to the same place and try to duplicate the same type of thing. See if you catch the same audio. And nine out of ten times you're not going to unless it's like something really, really is present there. And hopefully it's a good spirit instead of one of those, you know, SOBs in the, from, you know, real life that just wants to be a prick in the, the, you know, the afterlife. But that's, I love the fact you're doing this. I mean, by yourself, I would recommend going with somebody else, but continue, please. In the reality, you know, we, we all have these things built inside our head, what this stuff could possibly be. And, uh, you know, to me, my journey from staunch atheist to, oh, my God, there's something to all this. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't sound like a huge step, really, when you think about it, because, you know, <laughs> to, yeah. to take a look at the news, uh, people are nuts. Oh, percent <laughs> But the idea that, you know, in my mind, 
we have to stop obsessing with the fact that this stuff exists and start focusing on the mechanics. This is this right. is where I would love to see this stuff go, right? And you know, when people say, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing some field research upon EVP. What are you doing? Oh, ghost hunting. Yeah. You know, people are fighting over that silliness. And but the reality of it is, everyone's kind of doing the same thing. Just some people are a little bit more thorough. Oh, let's face it. Everybody just wants matching T-shirts and for, you know, to be the guy who talks to the dead. Exactly. (laughs) Everyone's in it for the fame, which is why I started a podcast. (laughs) And we're coming full circle, people. (laughs) Yeah, the story's almost over. (laughs) No, but uh, the reality of it is, uh, you know, after you write a book about it and you you do it so many times by yourself and, you know, you kind of realize... There's not much else I can do. Right. I, I can only go so far. The farthest I got with my research was mapping out a grid pattern to find out where this stuff comes to comes from in a room. So my belief is that the residual hunting might be possible, but it kind of doesn't jive with the idea that this stuff is coming from somewhere else. It's actually what people would term a, a non-local causality. And what I mean by that is it has actually happened in a dimension of space that runs parallel to ours that we're right. not really privy to. Okay, So I'm sure you've heard that before. That's not a new thing. It's been around for years. Um, but the idea that this stuff is an emergent phenomenon, it's coming from somewhere. But, you know, so, it, 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 it's funny you say it. A lot of people don't catch all the references you're making. Um, I was a physics guy for a while, and I realized, uh, who's going to hire me? So I went a different direction. But So I'm still a physics guy. I love that stuff, and I love science and, and what have you. And when you start talking about different dimensions and different, um, I'm going to say realities, um, people look at you like, have you been to Canada lately? <laughs> are you are you 420 yet? Is it 420 yet? Um, which is really odd. But, you know, um, one of the things that I take in consideration investigating this, and I've been interested in this stuff since I've been six, you know, from horror movies and from In Search Of and some crazy stuff, you know, it's like, wow, this is really cool. And I've had experiences when I was younger, but I just didn't, you know, you're younger. You want to go out. You want to play. You you know play football or whatever, and you're just not connecting the dots there. But you live in, in in one of these great environments where you have a lot of perfect variables that are related to the paranormal. You have you're surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. You probably have a ton of different minerals there that have washed up. You are a lightning bolt <laughs> for a lot of probably energy from the sea that's coming in your way. You know, and then you have all these different people or energies that are, keep coming into your neck of the woods and then coming out. At one point, you had the, the um, what, what was it, the most active airport, I think, on the planet. You guys, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, but that's a lot of energy coming into this little island. Plus, the, I mean, you go back on the history and, you know, I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, if we're, we're really bad right now, but we're nothing like Vikings and <laughs> some of those old guys back in the 18s and 1600s. I mean... They really knew how to party with a axe or whatever. So there's a lot of energy still stuck there. And it's just great, you know, it's just stored. They're waiting for someone to come there and, and do exactly what you've done. Have you ever been talked to by a, an EVP, like actually had an intelligent haunt? Where you communicate uh, there was a few, there were many, there were, there were a few examples, I believe. Now you realize because I'm so, bust, I don't like using the word contrary <laughs> because <laughs> It just makes me seem like a like yes. an old dusty old dickhead. Like I'm an old dusty <laughs> dickhead when it comes to EVPs. To I'm no. so glad I'm on your podcast where I just curse all I all I, all I want. Uh, the the <laughs> idea that it has to be multiple words alone, right? Already almost always makes it intelligent. <laughs> right? well, yeah. So so okay. So backstory. The name of our little group was called Life After Death Society. We had. Uh, our lad shirt, which was the short version of Life After Death Study, lads. Right. Was it black okay. like everybody else's? Yes. Yes, it was. And it was so nice. I used to love that thing. We had like this great big shield on it. Oh, it was so cool. Nice. Oh, we were badass. Just badass. What's after All coming? <laughs> All two of us. <laughs> but, uh, it's like <laughs> the Blues Brothers. <laughs> we're the Blues yeah. Brothers. Because I'm kind of fat and he's skinny. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, anyway. Gonna... <laughs> so, what the hell was I talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Backstory. Backstory. So, 
were, I believe this one was actually from a spirit box. Now, a lot of people out there will right away say, oh, a spirit box, that's bullshit. But, like, if you ever actually learn how to use one of these things, they're pretty good. Pretty oh, good, Mike. Yes, they are, but they're so freaking annoying. Yes, they are. <laughs> you know, I'm like, can you shut the shit off? <laughs> you know what? I'm the guy who sits back for four hours and listens to that, looking yep. for multiple more audible to the ear, intelligent communicated direct response. I had a real-time conversation, and you guys can find this on YouTube. It's actually uh, part of the Admiralty House Communications Museum stuff. Just look up Life Out of the Society, Admiralty House. It'll come up. But uh, there was one where I had an actual conversation in real time with that spirit box, and it was good. And it said, I heard, I heard John then. And nice. it wasn't my full name. It wasn't Jonathan. It was John and then Finn. Right. And it said, the lads. And I actually heard it say it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Jonathan, we're the, we're the lads. And they were like, and then it said, member. And I was like, yeah, my name is Jonathan. I'm a member of the lads. And I looked at the missus who was with me. And she was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, okay, spirit box. It, 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 I think it's something to this now. And uh, yeah. I used that thing for two years and did not really believe a whole lot in it. Because you can just, once again, look up Adio Pareidolia. You'll see what I oh. mean by all this. But, man, when you hear that thing come through with your own name and you hear it say something in real time that's pertinent to the situation and you're not the only person who hears it and you're actually listening to – and, like, it's talking to you. That's such a different thing. But is it an EVP? No, it's not. It's actually an ITC. That's instrumental transmutation. That's real-time stuff, right? Right, right. Things, things like water scrying or – like to me, that's, that, that all fits in that camp. But man, oh, man, like that's that's a great example of it. Um, I remember I was doing open – get this now. We used to do fundraisers for the museum right. and for uh, local shelters and stuff. So I'd go out and like – I've never, ever charged anybody to do this, by the way. That's something I don't believe in and that's just not my thing. But uh, I'm all about exploiting a building so we can help out. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah, we'll I raise some money for you kids, and you just let us keep coming in here, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're all going to be possessed, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> hey, Linda, you go first. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they're here <laughs> again. Uh, Dominic, the idea Dominic, why do you do this to me, Dominic? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> there one room in particular where you could go in and uh, just kind of peek your head around the hall. So I set the ghost box up in the hall. And uh, we all would take turns going up to the door and just saying, my favorite color is this. What's your favorite color? Very simple. Nice. Right? And uh, we would do this repeated over and over and over again with about 20 people. And, like, some of the responses that came through were just, you know, just ridiculous radio noise, right? Right. Like, my favorite color is fuchsia. What's yours? And all you hear is, my name is Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But then there was, like, this one girl who got up and she's like – you know, I can't really decide what my favorite color is. My my first favorite color is royal blue. And as soon as she said that, you heard it go scarlet through the through the nice. ghost box. And she goes, and my second is probably like a deep red, like a scarlet. And everyone heard it in real time, but she never. So we're all looking at her and we're looking at each other and we're all like, <laughs> uh, uh, do we tell her? Um, yeah. <laughs> do we tell her this? No, no, that no. Was don't tell her just yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, to me, the spirit box stuff should be kept separate from regular EVP, which is just your standard recorder stuff, right? Right. Another interesting thing that I found, um, you know, spirit box stuff, it always shows up when you look at a WAV. What I mean by that is when you actually look at the audio file on your computer, yep. you can see the spikes and stuff like that. But a true EVP, no spikes. There's no. nothing there. It's not sound. And and I'm convinced that it's something else. Now, there's other people out there who have done experiments, and they think it might be um, – electromagnetic in nature right which you know lend to the idea once again we were going with the idea of a grid pattern i had mapped out and this stuff is an emergent phenomenon it's coming from somewhere else right right right. because sound it has to have a pair of vocal cords (laughs) or yeah or that's some kind of source for the most part yeah right and i think that's pretty much where i got with all this and at that point it was kind of like okay i'm gonna be a foster parent now to medically fragile children can't do this anymore i don't have time i gotta go i got a feeding in five minutes sorry guys <laughs> i gotta go and i got a hundred meds to give yeah. or, or my personal favorite as i always tell people i'm far too concerned with the living to no longer commune with the dead <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite lines and they always look at me and they're like such a noble past ghost hunter <laughs> oh my god what the hell happened to you no no <laughs> you used, uh, used to be such a cool atheist 
God. Now you're like, you know, nice to people. Just like, what you're going to you? sacrifice a virgin and you just had to go out and do something nice. No, um, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 you like, stupid uh, <laughs> But the main, the main takeaway is that I still have this love for the paranormal and I still want to talk about it. And I, I want to hear other people's point of views and I want to hear their stories. And, and I don't know about you, but like the crazier someone is, the better. I love that. I, I love talking to you. And I was like, man, Start a radio show. This would be great. Yeah. And then I, and I went and I was like, dude, everything is owned by freaking Sirius XFM here in Newfoundland. I can't get on the radio here because it's all exactly. <laughs> you can't Media. get on the radio. I mean, I, it, it would be nice to get on Sirius, but they're just, you know, content with, uh, I guess, real, you know, and I hate to say this this way, but real talent or whatever they consider real talent, <laughs> not somebody that's doing something like this. I mean, you have almost how many, I'm, how many, like 40,000? Am I close? Subscribers? Am I close to people that are, that are, are chiming in and listening to your podcast? I, I, there'd have to be more than that because, you oh, know, I'm, I'm on pop, like, but here's the thing with podcasting, you don't freaking know. Like you can't know unless you're doing it like through one website and counting the hits yourself, right? Like, well, no, you know, you know how they do it professionally, and this is how they used to do it professionally. Um, and it's only the first day that you do it. See, I do a pre-record, so I post it up and I, and I send it out, and hopefully, people that subscribe to get the notice, they listen to it, and then they share it with their friends and family. You know, it does make a good holiday gift, um, and it's free. Um, but <laughs> they, it's it's by downloads. Yes. And and if you have a lot of downloads, um, that's in general a good sign that people are listening to you. I was on a previous network when I first started with this stuff, um, and we probably got kicked off. But we were kicking ass, taking names, and we were getting like 700 downloads, 400, 700. I mean, for people that are coming out of the gate that are newbies, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> yes, of course it is. And the reality of it is – how niche is your topic too, right? And that's that's another right. thing. I always tell people of paranormal, like, although there's a lot of paranormal podcasts out there, you're a very niche topic. And and what you'll see now is now that the 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 original craze that started in two thousand four with the two plumbers right, right. is kind of dead now. I mean, this is fifteen years ago. Holy crap. Oh yeah. Right? Like this is this is a dead thing. The the interest in the paranormal has has actually dwindled quite a lot. And it's dried up a lot. So what you see now is a lot of people who are usually just doing paranormal radio are now suddenly getting into true crime radio. And yeah. they're getting you – know what I mean? Like you're seeing a different – they're getting into more things. So I guess in a way it's, it's kind of cool because you still get to hear your favorite people. But when it comes to paranormal, to me, it's got to be weird. It's got to be wacky and it's got to be fun. It's got to be picking up the weekly world news. <laughs> okay. Yep. And flipping through the pages and going, this is this is just ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to get it all the time. And people are like, what the hell are you yeah. reading that for? I'm like, bad boy, dude, bad boy. The inspiration behind my show. I, I want people to have that feeling of, oh my god, this is madness. What is this silliness? And it's segmented, and there's and there's different people who different segments in my show. And my show is not just mine. It, it belongs to my friend Laura, and it belongs to you know, you know my friend Betty, and, and you know we all have different parts. Oh yeah, in the show. And it's it's so cool to to have a variety show, which is in my own little way, trying to be a little different than you know your standard paranormal talk show, oh, right? You know, I love I love I I've, I've listened to your show for a while, you know, not consistently because I you know have little kids too, um, and I just can't you know because you there's this staring you with your headphones and you're like okay I'll I'll be an adult now, um, <laughs> but I love the fact that you have a variety show, you know, cheap plug. Mallor Report. I, I got to, you know, plug poor Jim here. I, I got to do Jim. it. I, I, I got to do it because, you know, if I don't plug Jim once a year, he thinks I'm mad at him. So, so I'm going to plug him. I'm going to plug him this year. There you go, Jim. I'm plugging you because I listen to the Mallor Report when I do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim, you're going to be real thrilled about that. Um, it's it's Actually, that's a great podcast, too. Jim has been doing a great job, and, and he get, he's getting some people that are just out of this world. But what I loved about his, his show is he's rebranded himself. And it's exactly what I wanted to do when I first started. I didn't want to do about paranormal. I wanted a morning drive show. You know, the morning drive show that's fun, they make crank phone calls, then they can get serious when they need to get serious. That's what I wanted. Because that's me. I can be as serious as you want. But in general, I think more people have a better time when they're laughing. You know? That's true. And your <laughs> podcast is just, 
it's all over the place and it's but it's great because you have the information you got those little segments in the beginning the news the science stuff you've th thrown a couple of audio clips which are freaking out of this world you know and then you follow it up with a you know really cool guest i try my best to have a really cool one but sometimes i get stuck with like me and uh <laughs> yeah. yeah can you do the, we, the, the main takeaway though of the show itself like to me is is just what can I give people that they can turn tune into and just have a bit of fun? And now it's grown to a point where it's like, holy crap, I have characters on the show now in my own voices that aren't even me anymore. I, I it's it's become a show now, which is really, really cool. My first ever episode was called A Cure for Cancer. And it was me pretty much telling the audience the same story I told you earlier, and how right. my dad is still alive today. In fact, dad, God bless his heart, is still fighting. He got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma back in September and is still fighting on top of all of those other cancers, still fighting and still not dead. God bless his heart. Yes. Like, the, the story continues, but the idea that it's gone from more of an intimate to more of a show, and, and that's, to me, I, I love it. I actually... I got to a point like a few years ago doing the podcast, and I don't know if you ever got to this point where you're just like, oh, my God, this feels like work. I don't want to do this anymore. And like – Sometimes. It depends You know, when you're with somebody else and it just becomes an arduous task getting these people together and or on the same point or – you know. Yep. Absolutely. And, and you feel, oh, my God, I don't want to do it. And now, but now that I've chained the show up, you, you know what I did? I, I, I gave it away. I let other people – do something. I, I open the door and let other people have a part on it. And I think that's what changed it for me because at the end of the day, I still get my guests. I still get my news. But, you know, now we have a meditation every single month with Betty Collins, who's just this amazing right. <laughs> spiritual person. And then I have my good friend Laura, who does Dr. Laura's Lair, who talked like she literally talked about hurling diseased bodies in East Mongolia hundreds of years ago. <laughs> that's great. That's, this is good stuff. Keep it going. <laughs> you know, the Christmas special drops on Saturday, on the 1st of December, okay? Yep. And this is going to be a special show. And I've got somebody who just I, – I could not wait to get him on the show because, you know, he's awesome. And I've heard him before. Right. And the only thing is he's, he's kind of gone into hiding. He hasn't been on the radio in many years. And the last time I heard him was on an old podcast called Banal of America. I don't know if you remember that. Um, no, I it's, don't. It's an old, it's an old one. But uh, yeah, I think everyone's going to really, really appreciate this guy because he just came out with a new book and it's going to be awesome. But anyway, this this holiday special. <laughs> holiday special brought to you by. Holiday special is going to be off the charts and probably some of the better work I've done on the podcast, mainly because I love Christmas so much, though. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's your podcast can be found at Podbean. And what's the exact address, just in case you know? And we're going to put it on our website and all that other good stuff. Podbean dot com is, is where you'd find it. But I mean, it's on every it's on every single search engine there is. There's, yep. there's, there's nowhere this. It's like, oh man, I'll never get on Spotify. Oh wait, you have a Podbean yeah, account, yeah, <laughs> dude? You're on everything, just like me. When I when I started doing this initially. Um, we were doing, I was doing the co-host, well, a couple co-hosts, uh, the people from my, uh, the, the paranormal group that I'm part of. And then after they kind of kept screwing up our episodes, this, the network and, and one of the guys on my podcast, who I love to death, he's like a brother. Um, he cursed them out. So we were done. Um, and that's when I was helping out another person, a different podcast. We were doing that for a while. And then there was a little issue. Um, but we're back and we're going to be doing some stuff, uh, soon, but I think, um, but yeah, it, we're on everything. I may I'm on iTunes, Stitcher. You're on Spotify. I mean, you name it, like Pod Horror or whatever it is. You're on it. <laughs> oh my God, I love Pod Horror. <laughs> you sign up for Pod Horror this week. You get a very special porno featuring Zach. Dip my baggings. Naked <laughs> 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 afraid. You haven't seen anything yet. Yes. Yes. Oh, did Hold you just on. feel that? Yes. Everybody's felt that, Zach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, Zach uh, you know, and as you all know, my podcast is family friendly. Kids can listen to it, which is why it's kind of refreshing to go on your show because, you know, like, well, stuff. you Don't know, I do, do that. I do have episodes where they actually are family friendly. Um, it's not like. Hello, and you're back. 
I don't Every know. Why someone you... calls, my phone cuts out, so it's funny. No, 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 no that's fine. Um, I do have a, um, you know, I, I don't want to skirt the fact that, that we do allow people to be adults here, and it, and some of the stuff is really more adult rated. Hang on a uh, second, Brian. I have a phone call. Sure, <laughs> go for it. Up. Oh, we're holding now. I'll call you back in a minute. I'm in interview. I'll, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> By the way, you took a screenshot she, when you picked she's it like, up. Oh my God! You're still in the like. She's like, yeah. You've been talking for an hour. What? <laughs> well, almost an hour. We still got about twelve minutes and fifty seconds left. Um, if you want, and you know, and, and you don't want to piss off the wife. <laughs> I'm not worried. I got my kids in bed, dude. Listen, I did my due diligence tonight. I got my three kids in bed. Okay, my medically fragile little foster child in there sound asleep. I'm watching them on the monitor. Right. My little two and a half year old son sound asleep, dreaming of sugar plums, and my little eight year old girl's downstairs, probably on her iPad still sneaking it. That's okay. I'm over it. I'm I'm okay. It's cool. I made sure that we were going to have a good time tonight. Made yes. sure. Yes. And 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 I did the same. Uh, dinner was I'm made. Be on, uh, I'm actually going to be on Cisco's show too on the first day. Hey? Oh, so, that's great. I'm glad our little podcasting group. That, uh, you know, Jim actually started himself yep. a little over, like, about two years ago. <laughs> yeah. just, people just kind of jumped in and jumped out. And I- I'm glad that, you know, people know all that. <laughs> it's yeah, what, well, like, believe it or not, the podcasters are really awesome. Like, you would never believe the people you get to meet when you start doing this and someone knows who you are after a while. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, I remember uh, Dave Schrader. I mean, who doesn't know Dave Schrader? Jeez. Like, yeah, everybody. Radio, like, blah. Exactly. Anyway. I remember one day he's like having supercomputer trouble, and I'm like, oh my God, I know what to do. Should I message him? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll message him. He's like, <laughs> I messaged him. He's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm just another podcast, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> Weren't you that wrestler guy? <laughs> Apparently he knew my wrestling shit. I think, he think, I think he thought I was Cole Cabana, but I just went with it. <laughs> yeah, that's me, the Cabana. Now, uh, what you want to do is you want to go to your config sys. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was, it, it's a very small world. It's a very, very small world of podcasters who are still doing the paranormal thing. So I feel that, uh, you know, if you need to reach out and help, people are there. It, 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 one thing I love, too, and uh, just in closing with you tonight, my love for the paranormal is still very real. I don't have time to grab my recorder. Like, just an insane amount of time goes into EVP research. Yep. I went it. I did it. I got a book written. I, I, I investigate all kinds of stuff. And I wish I could write a book about the stuff I'm not allowed to release. I, I really yeah, Exactly. <laughs> this is way better than this stuff. <laughs> but the reality, the reality is I feel like I kind of served my time there. And I'm so glad that the, the podcast has grown. And it's, 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 it really has been taken off, especially in the last two years, you know. Um, Bobbyn have been very good to me. They they've put me on a couple of their lists. That really really helped. Yes, congratulations I mean, on the latest one uh, with the top ten of the for the, the haunted ones, right? For Halloween. I'm like, what the hell? They they message me. Look, you get this now. <laughs> they email me a week before, and they're like, "Hey, John, noticed your numbers are up. You're looking pretty good." I was like, "Okay." They're like, hey, "We're going to put you in this scary story section. Just letting you know, we want to make sure you're cool with that because <laughs> that podcast, believe it or not, is actually under." spirituality and religion because you know there's Mine no paranormal <laughs> there's, right? yeah, there's no paranormal like, you're, it's, you're, it's, your podcast is under <laughs> religion it just makes me laugh but anyway we're just gonna stop there praise the lord go ahead say <laughs> jesus doesn't mean we're talking about jesus nah. so we get <laughs> so the idea that you know they kind of like are you cool with that i'm like am i cool with what exactly and we're gonna put you on a top 10 list for this halloween you know top 10 you know our our, our choices for uh, paranormal stuff for Halloween. I was like, well, who's on the list? And they're like, you know, you know, they named one or two, and I was like, I don't know any of these guys. And they're like, oh, you know, last podcast on the left is on. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like these guys have like millions and yep. millions. I'm like, little old Johnny from Newfoundland, who, who lives in a town of 500,000 people, and a little tiny speck on the planet where nobody knows <laughs> yep. is on a top 10 like what the hell dreams are coming true on my end and i'm uh well that's i'm great. glad there's people out there and the- and to anybody out there who, who would like the podcast you know you hear me say it's a niche topic talking about paranormal dude 
if you want to go on and talk about toenails, I'm pretty sure if you stayed consistent, you'd get a following. Oh, yeah, you definitely get a following. It's really funny. Have you picked up uh, uh, some people from the main, you know, from your your area on there? I mean, I think one of the things you here's wanted to do was thing. pick up like some Newfoundland. Here's the, here's the crazy thing, right? Yeah. Like, I had lots of guests from Newfoundland and stuff like that, but the majority of my listens, I'm going to say 75% of them. Japan. I haven't looked at my numbers in a while, but like the majority right. are all coming from the good old US of A. Nice. You got you go. paranormal radio. You love it. Oh, yeah. They so eat it up here. Crazy kid from Newfoundland talk to you every month. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's great, though, but you have a great podcast. You know, it's entertaining. One of the things that I wanted to do, that's why I wanted the drive show type of thing, and the, why I think you do part of the variety is, is it's fun. It's entertaining. If we're going to do this, you want to be entertained. You don't want to sit there and, and talk about calculus for an hour and a half or whatever. You know, Although the, it's very, very important when trying to configure the percent <laughs> ratio of the size of Ro- Rosen Bridge that would have to open in order for this to be an emergent phenomenon. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I've got plenty of, of, of bigwig friends that are in this in this business that are, you know, heads of one of the guys. And I'm not a big MUFON guy whatsoever, but he's he's in charge of the videos and, and, and photographer for MUFON. And he's just he has his own show um, and it's on another network. But um, he's just when you listen to him, half the people that listen to him when he does a live when he does a live presentation, you can you can literally see their skulls melting. It's kind of like that scene in, in Indiana Jones when they melt after they see the spirits. <laughs> you can see. I saw this one guy coming out like, I got to start reading. You know, it's like, dude, you got about ten years worth of reading to catch up to where he is. <laughs> Okay, so just another analogy you could use there. Yes. Sarah Connor with her hands on the fence getting melted by the nuclear attack. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally exactly that. That's, that's some of the yeah, some of the ladies coming out of this thing. But his name is Mark D'Antonio. He's fantastic. He has his own show. He does it with Amanda Current. Um, and they do a lot of YouTube stuff, so check them out. But um, what I love about, you know, what Ducky set up is the fact that everybody that's in the group is, is a really good guy and girl and and – you know, I consider everybody friends, and we help out, and I said it before. I said, you know, send me a little, I'm going to tell you, send me 30 seconds, 10 to 30 seconds worth of a promo. I'll throw it on my podcast. I want to promote and help out my friends, and that's how I do it. Um, and I think that's that's what we should do. I mean, I did my own promo, which is a little bit more, um, it's gas-related. It's, it's pretty good. You should probably listen to it. It'll be at the end of this podcast, I'll tell you that. Um, but I want to have fun with it. Um, <laughs> Cat Ward just loved it. Loved it. It, it deals with gas, um, and we're <laughs> we're not talking about petrol. Um, but but this is what I love to do. This is why I like to have fun. I mean, I didn't even ask you. You know, uh, one of the podcasts that I listened to of yours was like about two three weeks ago, and you having a couple issues there with that. Um, but it was the uh, remote viewers. And I told you, I said, dude, I could have talked to you about remote viewing. I'm, I'm a remote viewer myself, actually, um, mm. which is kind of odd, but it, it's, you know, I'm about 98% accuracy, right? Uh, but I just wanted to get involved in the hedge fund that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The, uh, oh, my God, Marty. That's who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is some incredible stuff. And uh, uh, just so interesting. And once again, here's somebody who's, you know – I hate to bring up statistics again. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Go go for it. Odds are, like, you know that stupid movie, Men Who Stare at Goats? Yes. <laughs> these, these guys are so much better than those guys. Yeah. And, like, to, to think that they have it documented, like, with people who are in so- – like, oh, my God. All, all it takes is the right philanthropist. Like, really. really? And this stuff is just going to be – I don't know. It'll probably be bastardized and turned into the Gaia network, I guess. I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll sell out eventually. But uh, no, I, I, I just – there's so many great guests. I, I've been very blessed that way. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm lucky enough to have people approach me like yourself. And sometimes it's great to have someone on my team or on my on – my, shall I say on the backyard team where no one knows about <laughs> we were like man you gotta have this person on your show like yeah. but if you need contact information for any of my past guests I mean by all means there's no better way to say I love you on my podcast than you know hey yep. here's a referral for this in fact I had a girl who was from Alaska on my show and uh, she did one with uh, called Demons and Familiars she had a book out about it and stuff like that but she's like 
Well, she's in Alaska. <laughs> exactly. You got a lot of daylight like, there. <laughs> like, I had to find her and, like, explain to her what a podcast was and, like, educate her or teach her. Like, it was, like, a real learning experience. And, like, <laughs> like we grew together. It was just awesome. Anyway. <laughs> in that like, moment when we discovered radio? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I feel like you could probably be on other shows. Like, you're really, really good. You talked for a full hour. You didn't shut up. And that's a good thing when you're in podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We just kind of sit back and chill. And she was like, yeah, really? And I was like, okay, so I'm going to put you on Instagram, and I'm going to tag, like, every known podcaster. <laughs> and it was like, people, like, on Instagram, it was like, Jim Harold, okay, uh, maybe next year sometime. Uh, here, call my wife. And <laughs> it was oh. like... Our, the ghost of our bell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, That's what in the afterlife. God rest his I'm soul. Wait, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for someone to come out with a book like that. Oh, I, I channeled Art Bell. Oh, yeah, okay. Whatever. Oh, I already oh. have. See, that's that guy who's always doing the ghost box stuff on YouTube. Oh, my God. He's horrible for it. He's all, like, as soon as a celebrity dies, you oh, go yes. Bowie on the ghost box. Oh, my God. Who is it? Oh, I, I know who you're talking about because I watch it. But he actually, actually – his ghost box, his spirit box is, is actually a nicer um, – it's something I would be interested in. But um, I'm poor folk, so <laughs> um, I can't afford what they have. I mean I like to connect one because I like certain aspects on the science end of that. Like ghost box? Well, no. They have the connect box uh, that you can do uh, investigations with. It's not you like want Oh, I'd, I got, lo- I'd love one I of those. I wiring out of it and, and pretty much staple it to a board, but I can send it to you in the mail. You might think it's a bomb, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, apparently they don't check them in our st- in our country, um, <laughs> and they let and then they re- let reporters in to take pictures. Um, I have my own connect. I have seven of those because um, I've broken two, and people just give me their old like crappy equipment. Like, hey, you, can you use this? No. Here, take it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, your wife's throwing it out. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Short circuit. Maybe you can attach it to yourself and fix yourself. And like, come on. Danny Five <laughs> Alive. Danny, okay. <laughs> Danny Five, Danny five Alive. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's it's just so, I mean, the whole remote viewing thing is interesting, but I don't know about you. I mean, you're, you seem to have a, a an, ed- an educated mind, and I'm a science guy, so I literally, I'll listen to the left side, like the, the wacko side, and the right side, the science people, and then in the middle, and then I have to make my decision, you know, on certain things. Especially with like EVPs and any type of evidence, but I don't want to take you away from what you have to do and make that callback. Um, <laughs> but where can anybody else reach you if they want to, you know, send you a holiday or Christmas card or a Krampus card, <laughs> or or just you know, I we know that you're you're, you're the the odd Newfoundland podcast, the odd Newfoundland paranormal podcast. Paranormal. You can find me anywhere. Yes. Uh, Websites Podbean is my main aggregate. That's my main place to be. I don't know why I have, like, for some strange reason, everybody downloads from there, but most people subscribe everywhere else, and I think it's because of apps and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes it easier. Podbean app has killing it. Like, a couple hundred people signed up, like, last month, which was great. So I'm really, really fortunate for that. And, uh, you know, there's no better way for me or you, you know, to get the best Christmas present or card you can ever give me is to get on one of those lovely – Podbean websites, or or maybe on Stitcher or iTunes, or or my God, if you're ancient, maybe you got Blueberry. I don't know. Blueberry, <laughs> I'm on Blueberry too, but go ahead for it. <laughs> Get on there and subscribe. Leave a comment. Yes. And that that is the best Christmas card I could ever ever get, and uh, I will appreciate that very very much. And also, sure, with your remember, friends. not just going to be you know me on your show. A few months down the road, this gentleman I have on the phone right now, who me? I don't know, well, I, <laughs> you are going to be on my show too, and that's something I want other people to know. Eventually, eventually, I'm like, like yeah, we're going to be on your show. I'm like, yeah, you're going to wait like eight months, but you're going to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, by then you're like, you know, still into the paranormal and haven't like given up or. Uh, you, you know, know. what? <laughs> in, in about in about eight months, I will be uh, I'll be one of the. The presenters and spotlight presenters at the um, Para Unity Expo in Woodbury, New Jersey. So, and I'll be de- dealing with actually 
with my uh, co-host Ron Murphy. He's going to be doing cryptids, and I'm going to be dealing with aliens and UFOs. And I was asked by the director there, like, hey, do you have any like aliens you can, you know, like anything alien you can bring in? I said I can bring in a couple of illegal aliens, but as far as real ones, <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> Jose, stop looking the blanket. Meanwhile, in Mexico, <laughs> no, only joking. Um, <laughs> so, meanwhile, Canada, you mean? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Well, like, we're still- we have more illegal aliens from the states now. And I think you do. You, you do. You have all these people like, well, if Trump wins, I'm running to Canada. Like, they don't want you. There, there's a certain <laughs> IQ requirement they're looking for. You don't fit it. There's also, there's also the whole thing, you know, <laughs> colder here. Um, Just a wee bit colder there. Uh, yeah, it's really cold up there. If you realize that, like, you know, we're talking degrees here, Celsius. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. Minus ten with a windshield of thirty-seven. It's very friggin' cold when you're on an island. Oh. Like minus forty in Alberta is delightful. You can go outside and walk around when your nice heavy jackets on. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know you won't die of exposure. But Newfoundland, you would literally freeze solid because oh. everything's so liquid here, shall we say, in the air. <laughs> and that's why they use the ether tunnels to get around. Um. <laughs> Funny story, actually, in old St. John's, there's actually almost a catacomb type thing for the sewers, and uh, there actually is uh, lots of lost tunnels underneath St. John's. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so pff, there you go. We have our own catacombs. And, uh, yes, there are bodies down there. We found them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to report it? I'm not going to report it. You report it. Nope. Got to go. Um, but... ring off the edge. She don't, have, she don't need it no more. <laughs> Hey, is that an iPhone in her hand? Okay, forget it. <laughs> that would be a little insane. But I want to thank you for being on this broadcast. Um, and I don't want you to, you know, I, I don't want to take you away or get you in trouble. So, you know, whenever you have to go, I think it's right now. I'll let you go. But I can't thank you enough for jumping on. I know we tried to do this before. I'm thankful that, that things kind of worked out. But I'm also sending the prayers out, out your way. Um, and I know everybody in our ducky group will do the same, by the way. So hopefully- one thing I'll tell everybody out there, and, and, and if there's any solace at all, uh, those prayers, they, they really work. I mean, it's almost a decade dead. So. Oh, and did I mention science can't explain that? They, they want to study him in Toronto, but we won't let him go. <laughs> you don't want to go to Toronto. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to go either. No, either no. If they win the cup, I definitely don't want to go. Oh, God, oh, oh God. Oh, Lord have, please no. Um, I'll, I'll take Detroit I'll, winning I'll, it before win Toronto. It, I oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I actually went there when we went to Toronto. My dad was very heavily into Eskimo art, uh, the Inuits and Cape Dorset and all that other junk. Um, so while he was looking at freaking rocks, I said, hey, I'm going to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> so <laughs> there was the cup, and I was like, ooh, you can touch it. They don't really like you touching it, though. <laughs> They're very, you guys are very polite about it. Uh, don't do that, please. You know, it's like, Dad, okay. how, Dad, I thought Montreal were the best team ever. This says it's been over 25 years without the cup. <laughs> Son, don't look at the Toronto part. Son, don't look at the Toronto part. <laughs> Dad, how come Toronto's not on the cup? There's a black and white picture of the cup right there. <laughs> <laughs> and with well, that, like, do it too. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much for coming on. I'm sure you're going to get some Toronto fans headed your way. But I do appreciate it. Um, and you know what? I'm looking forward to when I, I can jump on yours in about nine years. And you're welcome back anytime, mind you. Anytime. I like the idea, I like the idea of doing like a podcaster potpourri where I have four or five different podcasters and give everyone like 25 minutes and just – that would be cool. Yeah, like you know, I'm, I'm looking at something right now that I'm going to do. And I, unfortunately, I have only know two people that are female that are doing podcasts. But I want to do a female perspective. Um, and have a female podcast because one of the things I can do on my show is I like to have guest uh, guest podcasters with me, uh, hosts for for people, or just have a round table, or if you're with women, maybe a square table with a nice tablecloth. And look, we'll put flowers over there. Okay, right, you know that type of stuff. But I think just wait until you're a foster parent. Oh my God! Oh, I like, you know how you ever hear the term mansplaining? You know, when, uh, when yep. men explain their men. Well, yep. women explain things to me all day long about how to look after kids, and it's so funny. It just- you know what? <laughs> I have I have two daughters, and everybody looks at me in the park because I'm, like, the only man there for – this was, like, the last couple of years. And a couple of the, new, the guys, you know, people losing their jobs left and right. So you'll see the new dads there, and they're kind of nervous. You just kind of give them the casual, like, like, hey, what's up? That what up nod? nod. And it's kind of like we don't have to say anything to each other. We just know, like, yeah, I got you. I got you. 
It's good. <laughs> it's like you're good. You're not, Newfoundland is a wink. Yeah. New, wink. So that's another thing, too. If, if you come to Newfoundland and someone winks at you, they're not hitting on you, right? That's, that's a hello. Yeah. I, um, you know. Newfoundland's a really strange place. Anyway, I got to go now, Brian. It, Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, one more thing. Yes. What the heck is Nobu Bumami short for? Okay. Well, you could say um, Nobu Bumi. It Noble stands Bumi. for Nobody But Me. And I wanted it as like a Japanese game show. Noble Bumi! You know, one of those things said. Um, but I do appreciate it. And, and, and if you could just say now you're listening to Noble, Noble Bumi, uh, that'd be great so I can add it into your promo. Your, your promo. Um, but No. No. That's fine. That is fine. But I want to say, say one, one last thing to, to you. You're listening to Nobu Bumi. What is it again? Noble Bumi. Nobu blow me? What? <laughs> Nobu blow me? No, no, no. That's no. 40 seconds to me. I thought we were done. Or no, I thought no, we were done. We, 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 we are. And we're almost done with this show. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna end it on this. Nice. Nobu bump. Check him out. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure <laughs> having you on. And long may your big jig draw. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, hey boy. And, and you people out there in podcast land, you look it up. I'm not giving you the notes for this one. But... John, have a great night. Thank you for coming on. And that's it. Bye now. All right. Bye. Hey, this is Brian Bowden. I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Noble Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Noble Boomy are of that of the host and his guests. There are spirits everywhere. Watching, waiting, seeking that opportune time to reveal themselves like no other. They fill our worlds with so much. Seriously? You didn't just do that. You farted on the promo? What's wrong with you? I thought you were professional. Go away. Go. I, I got it. I got it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Bowden, host of Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We have an amazing show that covers the paranormal, conspiracies, music, art, entertainment, trending topics, and so much more. Please join us by subscribing to the show on Podbean at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.Podbean.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere you find podcasts. It's an informative, fun, and overall entertaining good time, and uh, we'll keep the gas to ourselves. Why don't you burp next time? Somebody give me Brian Anderson.